Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. One more, oh, back one more time here on the block. Awesome trick with you, Kenny in the building. Kenny, what's up? What's, what's up, good? brother? Beautiful. Weather. Hot mic, hot mic. Kenny Beautiful came weather. in. Hot. <laughs> he, Kenny, Kenny was already talking about the NBA playoffs getting about to get underway, and he's already talking about people running their mouth. Six thirty and nine tonight. Who's who's the first game? Uh, Hawks Heat at six thirty. Then who's the nine? Uh, Wolves Lakers. Wolves Lakers. Yeah, your boy Brooks running his mouth already. Mm. Talking about he want the Lakers. Oh, and no, and, and LeBron, and no, and no, um, no, no. What you call it? No, uh, big fellow tonight. He uh, he got uh, suspended. Rudy, Rudy Gobert, as deserved. He's deserved it. And he he didn't even hit him with a two piece <laughs> no, chicken he wing. Hit nice he hit him with the little the, the little soft jab. They should have gave they should have gave him a slap on the wrist. Man, Rudy, yeah. that was that was a French jab. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It was a little that's soft a, that, jab. That was a European. It was a white flag. <laughs> that was a that was a European steal on your chest. Yeah. That's all that was. You can't suspend my man. I don't understand that, but he hey, if it, the face. that's because it was caught on tape. Yeah, so you had to. But I would have. I would if I was Rudy Gobert. I would have appealed it and played tonight. Mm. Then it get caught up in the wash. The issue but, is it was a team suspension, not a league suspension. So the league didn't do it. It was a, it was it was team. the Timberwolves. Yeah. Well, then that lets you then know it's deeper than that. Deeper than that. Then. Mm-hmm. Something to Plus, it. that was a lot of money to get, or a lot of draft capital. To give up, and Rudy Gobert is hot garbage this year. And that, he knew it. And because Kessler is over there in Utah acting like he, uh, he what's his name, e- Eaton? What's the, what's the big oh, dude? Mark Eaton. Mark Eaton. Eaton. That's who he like over there. You coming in there, he throwing everything, everything out about the away. lane. He went way back. Mark Eaton. Mark Eaton. He went way back with Mark Eaton. Big Mark. I got I got to play, uh, I think I got Mark Eaton for one year, and that's a big boy. Big old dude. Big body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jay. What's up? Um, a lot of stuff going on, man. Kenny, what's going um, on? Which one you want to tap in on first? Let's talk to him about what Cluster said. Evaluate Ooh. who you're around was what Cluster said. For what I, he said, evaluate who you're around, and I said because it'll either bring you up or bring you down. He had talked about he had talked about um Tom Tom Osborne had lost a you know what seven straight bowl games so forth. He came into a spring game and he talked about. What differentiates you from being good and great and 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 taking it to another level to those who just want to be here for the cuteness, for the TV, yeah, for the so, girls, yeah. so forth and so on. And it was an establishing of culture at that moment. Is this a moment right now for Nebraska that they need to have a similar type of uh, situation as they approach this spring game? Well, I mean, I don't think it means anything. I don't think the spring game is where you do it. I'm sure he did that at, at winter conditioning. Probably after losing a bowl game, really taking some self-evaluation. You know, those little things that he talked about that Cluster mentioned are, are reason why he's, you know, I think he's, you know, the best coach of all time. I know he's one of the best. Um, you know what Cluster said? I mean, that just rings true from middle school to high school to college to pros. If you're lucky enough to even do any of those things in a sports arena. But – business college life you know everything has to have a little bit of give and take you can't be 100 percent party and then just you know you had a lot of guys i think that and kenny knows we knew we talked about the guys that you'd go we'd see at these like reunions or something you know when you look you'd like a you'd like a wolf you know like 
Mm-hmm. You just know you just went all the way in it. You mm-hmm. you play with guys like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know they sweat they sweatsuits and steaks guys. They yeah. like the sweatsuits and they like to eat them nice steaks that or at least I'm sure it's they get training them. table. Well, they like that. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless, and it doesn't matter if you're on scholarship or walk on. They just like being there. Yeah, yeah. What else, Austin? Uh, let's pause else? for ID, uh-huh. and we'll be back in a sec. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth, 93.7 The Ticket. I, I don't want to speak uh, for a coach's perspective, but I'm sure it's easier with that time away and seeing you know young men go through that especially. It's easier to tell who's there for the right and wrong reasons. As a player in that moment, is it obvious when guys are there for the you know sweatsuits and stakes? For me, it was. Yeah, it was, yeah, you know right away. And, and you know, guys can change and mature. You know, I mean, you know that. I mean, w- your maturity level as a freshman and when you're senior, things are more important and different. But you know if some guys are, are there. And uh, th- those guys that are there for the wrong reasons, they tend to be your best recruiters. The biggest thing recently around here, and this probably even goes back to Bo and not particularly to di- – not in particular with Bo – with some of those guys on the staff, and especially with the way these kids are now. Whereas, like, Strick, Kenny, myself, us three, you know, Coach Nee say, look, I need you to go here. We just sense it that we like a, dang, a horse. We got blinders on. We going. Mm-hmm. And we expect everybody to go with us. McBride mm-hmm. and everybody told us to go this way. These kids don't have blinders on. So they see everything, and they try to evaluate everything, and then they assume stuff. And they read you, mm-hmm. right? So if you aren't doing the things that you're preaching as a coach, whether it's position coach, obviously head coach, these players aren't dumb. Mm-hmm. So you can't just say, you know, and you can do it a different way. Like, you can be like a, you know, let's just do, you know, because everybody saw the video a couple of days ago. Let's go somebody that's so-called flamboyant, Dion. Now, you know Dion personally. I know him less personally just because I've met him a few times. I know what he's built, built you know what he's about like all that's for the camera <laughs> you come in his office and you and you playing games you're going to be up out of here just like he told that one kid you want you only come yeah. here for nil sorry yeah you know and so or you can have coach osborne or coach mcbride whereas like now if i'm telling you three right here if i'm the coach or you yeah you three i need you to do this we're going to be tough physical and that and you look up there and my lights off or you try to see coach knee and he gone Right, yeah, right, right. And then you hearing about stuff on the, uh, I call it, I call everything the internet. You know what I mean? But like on the, <laughs> these kids are, these kids' parents yeah. are reading these things on message boards, which are probably, what, Kenny, thirteen percent true, mm. if that, ten percent true. <laughs> yeah. But it's out there, right? So they think smoking the fire. So you got to be able, to, you got to, if you're preaching it, you gotta, you gotta be doing it yourself. So I think that's what they're trying to do down there, and part of spring is weeding out the guys that want to be here. And who don't? And you want to be here for the right reasons. That's I, had, good. I had a coach that would always tell us, I don't want any ERWs. We, we looked at him when he first said it. We was like, ERWs? And he looked at us, he goes, eat, ride, and warm up. I don't want those guys. Yep. Mm. Mm. And them the, dudes that, them the dudes that break your concentration. They break your concentration. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I always took a MOB – a mob mentality, like when I when I played, like I knew where I was trying to go, what I was trying to get to. I understood there was a balance, and I, you know, I I d- dabbled, dipped, and right. you know, 
you know, handled the balance. But ultimately, when it came down to focus, being lasered in on what I needed to do right. and what I wanted to accomplish, all the other stuff took a backseat. Right. Like real talk, right. all the other stuff took a yeah, backseat. There ain't no choice. If there it, if, no it, choice. if there's any discrepancies on whether you're going to prepare for a game or you're going to go out late or you ain't going to be ready for a game, yeah. and then if you think it, them the dudes ain't going to win, you want a funny story about that, right? You want to hear one here? Funny story. Let about me. My let dad? me. Let me. Let me. Yes, let but let me throw this one because you'll 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 remember. That's what we used to tell Jerron. Yeah, Jerron. Boom. Boom. Because Most talented, <laughs> smooth as a baby smooth. butt. Smooth. <laughs> That's what we used to tell him. It, we all had our own places, and his senior, our senior year, he moves in. This is no slight to any of the the, the people, but you're on different cycles of time. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're living with Clinton and football players, you guys, right. you, you're you're out. Right. You're in. So. Yeah, there's two different, there's two different, two different seasons, cycles, two different. Yeah, you know, we winding down where y'all cranking up. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so if we crank, if we winding down and y'all cranking up, we out and we out that part. Because after the bowl game, y'all just kind of making the turn. Y'all yeah. on the, you know, just making the turn in the 200, just starting to lean into that bad boy. If you're thinking of the, a track yeah. analogy, here you want to hear a funny story? Give man? it to me. So you know, get drafted, you know, whatever, and. Um, so I get through my first year. You know, I did okay my first year in the league. So one of my best friends that I met in the, in the NFL is named Sean Bryson. Um, so him, my boy Keith Newman. So we were all in the draft class together. Peerless Price. So they all came to Minnesota. We, you know, and it was after like a mini camp. So we kicked it. We worked out. Yeah. But we went out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we went out hard, right? Mm-hmm. And we all in. We at my place. We zonked out. Like sleep, mm-hmm. my, you know what I mean. So my dad come over to the house early in the morning, mm-hmm. like early, because he knew we were supposed to work out the next day. And he hit us all with that cold water, and he said, "Get up." We was mad. He said, "Listen, you can hoot with the owls at at, at night. You better soar with the eagles in the morning." But he said, "Listen, if you're gonna go kick it, this is still how you kick it." Mm-hmm. This is there is there's checks and balances, and that was a, I I never forgot that. Now did I like you know now was that a little you know at that time was I upset? But what it taught me was like, okay, you can go have fun. Don't matter how much fun you have when you got to be at the when we had to be at the field at eight. We we was that there part. at eight, and it taught us all that. We ain't we all still laugh about it to this day. Yeah, that's what Cedric Sabalas. Um, that's one of the things that I loved having vets around that that taught me, like, no matter how hard we kicked it, whenever – because I'd go out to L.A. and train with him, and uh, we would run, you know, stairs and beach and hills and, you know, all kinds of stuff. But whenever we kicked it, it didn't matter how much we kicked it that night. That next morning we was we was there, and then we was at UCLA hooping, yeah. and you, you, you had to get it in, period. Right. Hit us with the out. Um, what what – what, um, what you guys gonna dig into today, man? Another little, uh, you know, we had to, everybody was down to practice today, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we're gonna talk about that. I want to talk. We're gonna get. We're gonna dive into. I'm really gonna dive into this offensive line thing because I think people always and, and just the coaches in general. Because sometimes people think like, okay, I gotta go hire, you know, Popovich to coach basketball, and you got a bunch of Jay Foreman's playing basketball. It don't matter if you're Greg Popovich coaching. 
Jay Foreman can't play in the NBA. So there's got to be some reality to it and yeah. a little bit of patience. And how much patience is, patience is it? And they had a little bit more in the early shows about the whole scholarship thing. I didn't know that the conversation could be, bro, you ain't playing here. You you can go to school and your your, your, your food car going to start, whatchamacallit. But as far as up in here with them sweats on, it's no can do. And it's only what for the first year. So we're going to talk about that and how those conversations can With the can new happen. coach. With the new is. coach. With the new coach. There we go. And I got a surprise uh, guest for, from my man Jay Foreman. All right. Well, that's what's going to happen on are Old you? School okay. as of next. They'll break yeah, it all down it. for you. 93.7 The Ticket on the block. We out of here until tomorrow. We'll see you. Old School next right after this.